0: Have you ever been embarrassed or insulted by a female coworker? Are your conversations filled with drama? When they compliment you, does it feel like there's an ulterior motive?
1: In today's episode, we will not only discuss this toxic behavior, but also understand its impact on our professional lives and most importantly, learn effective strategies for handling these types of relationships. to the Girls of Grit podcast hosted by Annalisa Rhodes and Cynthia Facera two professional women bringing you over 40 years combined experience as top performers top earners and leaders in the male dominated medical device industry grounded in grit our
0: mission is to be ambassadors for professional women in the medical device sales industry helping them tap into their potential magnify their mindset and escalate their careers by providing real-world, everyday scenarios, struggles, and solutions. Welcome to the Girls of Grit podcast. It's time to dig in. Good morning,
1: Cindy. Good morning to all of our listeners out there. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. We are hoping this topic today is to remind all women that you work together, how great it can be when you join forces. So if you have a strong woman and another strong woman, I feel that the synergy between the two of them, you can become so much more powerful. It's almost like when people say, the whole is greater than the sum of two parts. So what we really want to focus on today is, Remembering how when women stick together, we can really, really do great things in our professional career. Well
0: said, Cindy. I think we're a great example of that, actually.
1: Yes, we are.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So today we are talking about a very sensitive, yet very important topic that we really believe most women, if not all women, face in your professional careers, in our professional careers. And that is backstabbing women. And so today we are going to go through how to identify them, how it affects your professional careers, and that could be anything from second guessing yourself, uh, bringing down your level of confidence, and even giving you a bad name, which is guilty by association, and then strategies for how to handle these types of women, because I really do believe there is a strategy so that you don't get caught up in the whirlwind of what they're trying to
1: do. And to Lisa's point, we were able to find an article that really, we thought, um, did a great example of explaining what we we're talking about. So we had researched and found an article in WikiHow, which we will link in the show notes. The title of the article is 12 Simple Ways to Tell if Someone is Backstabbing You. And this is co-authored by Tala Joharty, Apologize if I pronounce the name incorrectly, Doctorate of Psychology, and Hannah Madden, who is a staff writer for WikiHow. So I honestly think that maybe the easiest thing is to really summarize this article, and they list some of these characteristics or some of these um, things that we may identify with and see in, in the workplace. So number one, how do you identify if a coworker is backstabbing you? Number one is they talk badly about other people. So let's think about that. Conversations are probably full of gossip and drama. And if somebody only has negative things to say, chances are they are talking badly about you too. And if this person does have anything else to talk about, I would probably say they're not a true friend. So you may actually sit back and realize that you two don't have anything in common besides your love for gossip. And I don't know about you, but, you know, in our job, we drive all day long, right? And are there those people that call when you pick up the phone, you know, all this is going to be is negative. That's one example. Another example is when a coworker would give you a backhanded compliment. So what does that look like? Comment could say something like, oh, I didn't expect you to get on that committee. Well, congratulations. Congratulations. It's when somebody is referring to saying something nice, although it makes you feel bad about yourself. They always try to stay in your good graces, but they actually don't say anything genuinely nice to you. And it sounds like a good thing, but it's meant to embarrass you. Another example may be, you're so brave to wear a dress like that, or you clean up so well. And again, these were examples actually written in this article. So feel free to pull through and read this one. I'll give another example. Another one listed is they're jealous of your other friends. So the backstabber might act offended if you hang out with them and accuse you of liking other people more or hating them as a person. And even though it's not true, you may find yourself hanging out with other friends less just to avoid making this backstabber mad. And and when I read that, it made me think back to like middle school. And sadly in adulthood I do see some women fall back on this. And that 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 is just something I'm not sure women are even aware of. And one example they gave under this is that if you invite them along to to hang out in a group, they, they may decline and it's because they don't want to share anyone else with you. And that Sounds so selfish and sadly true. I mean, have you seen any of this behavior, Lisa?
0: I am literally like nodding my head throughout all of these examples. Yes, I mean, absolutely. That brings me back to middle school. I had a friend for sure that just would be so jealous if I brought up another friend, you know, um, that I had been friends with since birth basically, or if I brought up the fact that I was having Uh, spend the night back then is what we called them, you know, with with a couple of friends. and, And she might not have been a friend of that group. And so then, of course, I'm like, oh, I feel so bad for her. I should invite her. And then she would come to the birthday party and was like, okay, this is weird. She's totally by herself. She's upset. You know, she's pouting, which would then make me go and be with her and pull me away from the group of friends. And I actually remember my mom saying to me, you know, Lisa, that's probably not a real friend. That's not a true friend. And it's like, now you look back and you're like, wow, I still see this in work today. Um, So, you know. The other thing that came to mind when you were talking about the women that love to gossip. I mean, look, I think gossiping may just be a little bit a part of every female to some degree, but, you know, guilty by association is really what sticks in my head on this one. And the fact that if you, especially at work, Cindy, if you are caught up in the constant gossip of other people, whether or not, you know, it's a colleague or a manager or God forbid a VP, and you're sitting there talking about this person. Number one, that should be a ding 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 moment that um, you need to excuse yourself from this conversation because only bad things are going to come from this. And it's you could be she could be re- recording you for all you know and then using it against you. I mean, how terrible would that be? And you were just there by association. Or number two, If she's able to talk about these people behind their backs, um, she's probably doing the same to you. So again, I think that's a really good sign of somebody that you can't trust. You know, you really need to steer clear of these women and they can suck you in real easily. Um, But I think it's important to really identify it. Look, I have been around these women and have befriended women like this for years, Cindy, before I realized that they were not appropriate people to be around. And I have really worked hard to identify them now better. But I'm telling you, I mean, I fall into that track all the time because I'm a people pleaser and I want to be friends with everybody. I don't want anybody not to like me. But the truth is, is there are some people out there that number one, they're never going to really be your true friends. And number two, if you associate with them, then you're just as guilty as they are.
1: And the other thing is that the old saying, misery loves company. So if this person is negative and miserable and they see you doing well, they it's a backstabbing way of trying to bring you down because they just want to commiserate and say all the bad things, even though you've got good things going on. And, you know, you may need to ask yourself, how do you feel after you hang up the phone? I mean, do you feel charged yeah. after you talk to this person? Do you feel drained? Yeah, that's and great if their point. intention is to bring you down to their level because misery loves company, then maybe that's something you need to think twice about. That is such
0: a great point. And it actually goes into the number five on this list, which is, do they exaggerate your mistakes? So for example, let's just say you... You didn't do something correctly. You know, look, everybody's human. We all make mistakes. Oh my gosh, I make a ton of mistakes all the time at work. And I'm like, Ooh, that was a bad one. Let me learn from that. If you share that with the person, even completely naively, with a person that is a backstabbing person, not only will they repeat your mistake, they are going to blow it out of the water. And that small little mistake may become such an exaggeration that by the time it reaches a VP, which it probably will, whatever happened just got completely blown out of proportion. And now it's just giving you a bad name and and it's getting (laughs) broadcasted throughout the entire company. So again, you have to be so careful when dealing with these people because they can absolutely backstab you and blow a small mistake completely out of the water.
1: You have to be very selective in your secret keeper people. Yes. Only a few select people that if you really made a mistake and you really wanted to talk about it, am I calling a mentor? Am I calling somebody that's going to help me walk through how to prevent this again? Or am I calling someone who is going to throw it back in my face and make this something bad? instead of stating the facts and working through as a coachable moment to, again, have a strong woman pull you through when you need help.
0: Such a great point. Yes. Make sure you're picking the right kind of women, because if you pick the right woman, she will absolutely help you with that mistake. You'll learn from it. And the two of you will probably grow together. So that's a fantastic point, Cindy. Um, Okay. Number six, the next one is they sabotage you at work. And that may sound like what we were just talking about, but this can also look like okay, for example, you're at a company function and you uh, are out with everybody and you have a presentation in the morning to present on about this new committee that you are heading up. And that sabotaging coworker tries to get you to hang out, have more drinks, stay out late. Oh, don't worry. You'll be fine in the morning. That's what that looks like. At least that's what it looks like to me In terms of that sabotaging, because if you're giving your presentation first thing in the morning, you better be bright eyed and bushy tailed, and ready to go. And if you're out late at night, drinking it up and, you know, staying out late, I highly doubt you're going to be able to pull yourself together the way you would have been able to if you'd gone to bed at your normal time.
1: Again, a strong woman that has her back is ready to be like, come on, girl, let's go. You got to get up early. You got to present. Let's go.
0: Yeah. Gosh, that's such a great, so true, babe. So true. I mean, it's like literally as I'm sitting here, I'm like, and I did that. Oh, and I did that. (laughs) These are all things that I have done for sure. And it's just like, gosh, you'd think, you know, here I am a 46 year old woman. You'd think that by this point I could identify these women, but I'll tell you, you know, we're all human, Cindy. And we we really, we want to trust in the best intentions of everybody but sometimes they just don't have that best intention ingrained in them. And this is the person that they are. So it's just so important that you identify them so that they
1: don't hurt you, you know? Um, And you know, what's so crazy is that even what you're saying sometimes is it's not like a premeditated manipulative plan. It almost comes subconsciously to them. It's just this underlying need to just uh, you stay out. I mean, they're not sitting there, you know, real well some may be planning sabotage but some subtly maybe
0: yeah that's a good point that and maybe they don't even realize they're doing it anymore <laughs> because it's become a part of them and that's who they are and that's how they elevate themselves but it's not the right way it's not the right way to go about things especially in business so okay so the next one is they're they're making plans without you which you know that could be outside of work that could be inside of work that could be Hey, we're all up at this meeting and, you know, you find out from somebody else or from one of your, your other friends who is a true friend. Oh yeah. You know, so-and-so planned this great, I don't know, workout for all of us with this, with this awesome instructor. And you're like, oh, that's great. I didn't know anything about that. I would have liked to have been a part of that. And maybe that little workout crew included a coworker that you have been trying to you know meet up with learn more from maybe they're your mentor and now you're thinking what the heck i just got completely left out of a situation i know all these other women and men maybe and i got completely left out and in that person that female was the one that got it all started so that is another key thing that they will do which is try and exclude you and make you feel like the outsider and you're the crazy one
1: exactly and another point that this article brings out, another way to recognize if somebody's backstabbing you is that you feel embarrassed or insulted around them. And so think about if you walk into a room and you're a little on edge, if they're there, they're you know trying to be your friend, but you're not so sure what they're going to say, where it's that sometimes you're worried that they're going to make fun of you and they're trying to make it funny, but they're really insulting you. And if you feel that way, that's that's a red flag because nice people want to uplift you, not bring you down. <laughs> that's, Un- <laughs> such a true feeling. that's
0: so true. That's so true.
1: And I I think the next one that they brought up, I'm so glad we found this article. By the way, thank you these two co-authors. Yes, is that you feel like you're competing with them? Now think about what role we're in. Medical device, if you're in the sales arena, is is competition. So everybody's ranked within certain things. However, and people would just realize that when you come together, you can do so much more and grow. But competing not only in what your work is, so what they try to do is diminish what you say and one up you and all your conversations. So if you're feeling bad about something, they always have something worse. It's always, oh, me too. Woe is me. Like been there, done that. So it like, you know, it just totally takes away what you're trying to say because they've done it, they're better. So they try to make them feel, feel better that they don't, you shouldn't feel like you can never win around them because, oh, that's so true. And, and I love this. I'm actually going to quote, um, from this article, what they wrote, you'll pro it's quote unquote, you'll probably feel like you can never win, which is the goal of a backstabber. Yes, it is.
0: And you're exactly right. You won't win every single time. And it's like, And then it's funny because you're like, well, well, you know, well, what about this or what? And then you're like, wait, what am I doing? Like, why am I even, I'm in a competition. I didn't even know I was in, you know, it's like my husband will say that sometimes he's like, um, I was in a competition. I didn't even know I was in, you know, and all of a sudden you find (laughs) out these people have been competing against you. And you're like, really? I didn't even know I was in that competition. And you're right. Sales is very competitive in and of its own nature because as sales reps, we are paid on commission. So the more you sell, the more you make, that's the bottom line. And then of course you're ranked as well. And for most, if not all companies at the end of the year, they have that president's club or whatever that is quoted as, as being, you know, part of the top five or six echelon of the entire company. And so that is a true competition. Absolutely. It's like a race, right? But at the same time, you should still be happy for those that you are quote unquote friends with. And you should be happy for everybody because everybody has their own struggles. Everybody has their own territories. And and what Cindy's territory looks like may not be what my territory looks like. And so each of us have separate things that we are always working on. And instead of competing with one another, could you not instead say, hey, I've got this situation with this doctor. I really need your help with this. How would you handle it? That's a good way to maybe go back and forth on something versus be like, oh, well, you could never believe the situation I'm in. And it's like, oh gosh, really? So I agree with you. you and, know. I, and
1: I really, really think that's so important because if, if a backstabber could see how in the future, all that's going to do is hurt them. They don't win by doing that. Because you take all this negative energy away from what you need to do, and you cut off what could be a great resource for you when you need it someday. And honestly, karma, I believe in it. Yep, it comes back for you. (laughs) (laughs) So going right along with that
0: whole competition is, you know, they're never happy for you. So let's just say you were selected to be the leader of a new committee that the company is trying to initiate. And you were selected to be the person to kind of get everything going. Well, uh, the backstabber person isn't going to be, that's awesome. You deserve it. They're going to be like, they're so mad at the fact that you got it. And why didn't they get it? And, you know, questioning, well, why should you get it over me? Or why should you get it over somebody else? And it's like, you know what? Just happy for that person because true good friends, whether at work or not at work, are happy for you when you do well. They're happy to see you succeed in any way possible. Backstabbers, no, they're going to continue to try and bring you down.
1: Exactly. And, you know, they really, um, there's two more great points this article brings out. One is they only think about themselves because they put their needs in front of everybody else. They may be selfish. They may not share things with you. And they probably get mad if you call them up and ask them for something when maybe they forget, maybe they asked you for the same thing. I do find that interesting. (laughs) But this last one, I uh, I did chuckle a bit when it says they always paint themselves as the victim. And I know everybody listening knows somebody out there that has done this. And again, woe is me when they tell you when they tell you a story, they're always right. And they want to focus on something, whether it's in the company that's not working or within the team or dynamics that's not working, or maybe they can't get business in a certain account, so it's always somebody else's fault. They're always a victim. But what they don't realize, that is not how you get ahead in this business. I mean, my goodness, if we haven't learned by now, it's all about going forward. Backstabbing is never going to get you to your goals and really help you grow professionally if you sulk and sit in the negativity, find everything else. What was me? I can't, I can't. Those words don't, should not exist. The word can't should not exist. And and I just, I really chuckle at this because I see this across men and women actually, but there are people out there that would rather paint themselves as a victim than go out there and problem solve and grow and get past their, their issue. Absolutely. When you get,
0: when you paint yourself as the victim, you're continuing your own downward spiral. You're not doing anything to help yourself grow. You're not doing anything to leverage yourself and bring yourself back up. The victims just continue down that downward spiral. And the truth is, is people after a while They don't want to be around that anymore because it's such a negative energy that those that are positive and really, truly working hard to continually grow wherever they are and whatever job they're doing, the victims are negative and they bring it down. Now, that's not to say that you can't help someone if they truly need help. But if this person is a continual victim of every single thing that's gone wrong in their lives, I would say back away because all that's going to do is bring you down. Exactly. So, yeah, and, and you know what, that kind of goes right into our third yeah. part of this, which is strategies for handling these types of people, women or men in a backstabbing situation. So the first is, you know, look, you by doing all the things that we just talked about, you're assessing the situation, you're identifying the situation, you're saying, ding, 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 this situation is probably a backstabbing situation. So the first thing you need to do is identify it. Another thing that you could potentially try and do, and and I'm saying try because I'm not sure if it's going to work, but you can try and talk to the person. You you can try and listen to them and talk to them, but be very careful with what you say. If you agree with the gossip, with the woe is me, with the, you know, if you start to mentally agree with, well, you shouldn't have been able to lead that committee. So-and-so should have done that. Or geez, I can't believe you wore that dress. Th- those things, they will actually bring you down. So be very careful when talking to these people.
1: Exactly. And, you know, when you can recognize all those things that we mentioned and assess the situation, something else that you can do to handle it is ignore it. When you recognize, okay, I've identified this person that has some of these backstabbing characteristics, I'll just ignore it. And another thing you can do is when that person calls you on the phone, maybe you don't answer. Maybe you, You do answer and you know that you look at your watch. I've only got two minutes. I've got something to do. If it starts to go negative, change the conversation, get off the phone, you know, uh, just be aware of this in casual settings. Now, only if this should escalate and get worse, please don't forget that you have upper management. This may be when you need to take it up the chain, may need to have some type of documentation. But for for this conversation that we talked about in this article, we just want you to really be aware of choosing the best people to be around. How when you partner with those that really bring you up, you can do amazing things. And sometimes there are people, as we have identified as backstabbers in this conversation, that you don't really recognize, but they're quietly bringing you down. And we don't want you to blindly go down this trail. We want to bring this to light and let you see it today.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. Blindly go down that trail because I have for sure. You know, you trust in the fact that the person is truly a good person and then they continually repeat these same behaviors over and over again in maybe different ways but it's a continual process and it will bring you down. And, you know, I have to laugh. One of the things that came to mind is like, remember, and I don't know, I mean, we're both married now, but you know, blind dates and stuff, right? Like, (laughs) you know, when you're on a really bad date and you're like, Oh my God, this is terrible. I need to get out of here. This is not a good fit for me. You know, you, the beauty of the phones, right? I mean, it used to be back in the day that you'd have, you'd have the parent call the restaurant because there were no cell phones, but um, you know, nowadays we've all got our phones. It's like, okay. 10 PM. I'm going to send you a quick text. And if it's going badly, I'm going to give you a thumbs down. And I need you to call me and say, there's an emergency and I got to go. And it's like, it's the same thing with these types of people. You're on the phone with them. Stay positive. If things start to go negative or gossipy or whatever it is, politely say, oh my goodness, I'm getting another phone call. I've really got to go. I've got to take this phone call. We'll chat later and then go and excuse yourself from the situation in a very adult way. Without being like, oh my gosh, this is awful. You know, just get yourself out of the situation. And by default, you've identified that person as a backstabber. And now you know, moving forward, okay, I need to be really careful when interacting with this person.
1: I think that is so well said. Rescue your own self, really. (laughs) 911, gotta go. Yeah. So
0: I think in summary, you know, we really helped. Kind of identify these backstabbing women and or men in the workplace you know we ran through a lot of examples this was a fantastic article that really spelled out for us and gave great examples of the situations that i know i've run into and i'm sure that all of you will run into at some point so it's really important that you identify these backstabbing people and also understand how this is going to affect your professional career it will affect your professional career in some way, shape, or form. So try and mitigate that as best you can by implementing the strategies we talked about. You know, ignoring, ignoring the negatives. Go just for the positive. Excuse yourself out of the situation if it becomes super negative. Don't gossip. And if it becomes an issue where it really starts to hurt your work, escalate the issue. Go to your manager maybe even talk about it with HR. You know, that is something that you will need to decide personally on how you want to handle the situation. But if you can't seem to get out of the situation, then you probably need to make sure you go ahead and escalate that.
1: And one more final comment I'd like to make before we wrap up. And that is the sad realization that the backstabbing person has no idea what they're missing out on. And that is being in the strong bond of a female trustworthy friendship.
0: Well said, Cindy. God, that is such like a, that's like a truth bomb right there. That's like a, you know, hey, this is a drop the mic moment. This is so important because I I do think that as women, we really are looking for good, strong, you know, trustworthy friendships within work and without and outside of work. But that is a really great point. They are not appreciating you as the person that you are and the friendship that you can offer them. So understand that because they're never going to get to that point with you. And it's really important that you, you identify that. The call to action
1: for today is to identify these behaviors, steer clear of them, and choose to be around those who lift you up rather than bring you down.
0: Perfectly said, Cindy. Thank you so much for joining in to another episode of The Girls of Grit. We hope you enjoyed it. Have a great week. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.
1: Thank you. Bye. All you need is a little bit of grit to be your best today and build for tomorrow. Find us on Instagram at The Girls of Grit,
0: our website, thegirlsofgrit.com, and LinkedIn, the Girls of Grit.